This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Radio.com Sports presents Bet Sweats with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down the latest in sports betting. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker with you on Monday, reacting to the NFL divisional round on Bet Sweats, the BetQL audio network. And Ross, arguably one of the best sports weekends on the entire calendar year, but one of the highlights was when I saw. Our guy, Joey Kanish, immediately, because the man, he's attached to Twitter. He knows when news is breaking because he's a pro better. So you, you got to be on top of this stuff. Joey Kanish, in real time, immediate reaction at Joey Kanish 22. He reacted to the hiring of Dan Campbell. I mean, Kanish, I see Urban Meyer going to save Jacksonville. Last night, we find out Staley going to the Chargers, an up-and-coming coach, a defense. they go the defensive route with a great defensive unit. Robert Sala, he's going to the Jets. Arthur Smith, an offensive mind to the Falcons. Here come your lines with Dan Campbell. Your thoughts? I, I, I just, at this point, when you're a Lions fan for this long, like, like you can either laugh, or get mad, or cry, or whatever emotion gets it out of you, that, you know, you see all these young superstars, you know, Staley going to the Chargers, uh, enemy was out there, Brian DeBole was out there, uh, and, you know, Salah, local guy, apparently they didn't want to, all these young, talented, you know, up-and-comers, that teams are going to, you get them in, you have, and, and we go with a tight end coach, who never has called plays, never has coordinated any, like maybe if I was Eastern Michigan and I needed a recruiter and nobody wanted to come, I would be like, oh, Dan Campbell, you know, Ross Tucker called the Mac games on Tuesday. Let's hire Dan Campbell. And, you know, he'll be like, oh, yes, yes. He cheered on the sidelines and get some local kids to play. I can't, I don't even know. How is he even qualified? Like, what, what, what has he done? What is he? People are like, well, he'll be a CEO, head coach. Like, what? That, 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 what do you bring to the table? What, what is the good what, what Here's the other thing about this. Here's the other thing about this. When James, this is, I'm going to use it later. There. I'm going on. But James Franklin at Penn State, this is, I know it's a random about, but he was a CEO, rah, rah, head coach, all that. And that. here's the issue. When things went wrong and he lost his great coordinators, Penn State, like went into the tank for him because he didn't know how to fix it. That's what happens when you have these CEO like head. If they don't have great coordinators, you have no shot, like no shot because they have no idea how to fix things on the field schematically. So it's great. Like he might be a culture guy and players might like him, and that's all well and good, but you are so totally reliant on your coordinators to do everything for you offensively and defensively schematic wise that, that you're, 
just to figure, like when Bill Belichick, when the defense goes wrong, he can fix it. He could, you could kick out every defensive coach on his staff, and he could figure out how to run a defense. Dan Campbell, he's just—I mean, he's just ah, whole baby players like him. Hopefully, and yeah, here's a couple gem coordinators. I'm trying not to be glass half empty, but I, I mean. I heard a quote like the other day that was like Chris Spielman loved this guy because he's Chris Spielman. They're two, they're friends. They're like, I, I, just, oh, I, don't want, I don't want Chris Spielman to be the head coach. Chris Spielman, great guy. You know, I, I like hearing him on TV calling games. I don't want him running the head coach of an organization in 2020. Couple things, Joey. Uh, I can picture Dan Campbell and Chris Spielman being like best yep. friends. Exactly. They are very similar. Yes. Dan and I were teammates in Dallas briefly in 03. And he is, I mean, he is a hard ass. Like, he is, he will immediately, and take it for what it's worth, command the respect of all of the guys. I was impressed with some of the things he did as an interim head coach with the Dolphins. You know who he reminds me of? And this Maybe. might be uh, back up your point or whatever. He reminds me a lot of another guy I played with, Mike Vrabel. Very similar totally. to Vrabel. I think he's like Vrabel. However, you could argue that Vrabel he- heavily reliant on Arthur Smith, the OC, and Dean Pease, the DC. And when Dean Pease leaves, the defense sucked this year. So that might – so on the one hand, the Vrabel comparison is like, wow, I think everybody would be happy to have a coach like Mike Vrabel. On the other hand, it might be backing up your point, Joey, about the reliance on coordinators then. That's phenomenal. It's a great breakdown, I, and I could not agree more. I think, you know, when you talk about, like, culture and locker room, like, players are going to like him, right? Like, he, he's going to have the, you know, the players – the thing about Matt Patricia was – not only was he not a great schematic defensive coach, the locker room hated him. He lost the locker room. Like, early on, he isolated. He got Darius Slay run, ran out of town, our best defensive player. He traded. They Quandre Diggs hated him, and so they traded him for a fifth rounder, and he made the Pro Bowl this year. So I, I totally buy that he will be um, a, a, a player. Like, players will respect him. He'll get that. He'll kind of get the – the line, but if he if he hires a couple star coordinators, maybe he knows some guys in the league. Maybe it works out better than than I'm hoping for. I, I just yeah, you're so reliant. I love the variable comparison, um, and hopefully we we find a couple of young guys uh, that that can match. You know what what Arthur Smith and Dean Pease have done um, to to kind of get the organization back heading the right way. Kanish, four games over the weekend in the divisional round. Uh, you're always on top of the line movement. I found this pretty interesting, even though it was expected in many of the spots, that almost every game, uh, the side, the, the number moved. Every game, the day of the game, for most of us, the, the numbers that we were expecting it to move to, like Green Bay from six and a half. Well, I was at six and a half all week. It finally goes to seven once the public weighs in, or much of the public uh, right before the game there. Uh, what did you think of the line movement, and how'd your weekend go? No, I, I, you know, it, it was, uh, I tell you, if the Ravens could have covered a teaser, it would have been a great weekend, but, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> all of us. <laughs> I know everybody in the world had that one, but, uh, yeah, that was it. No. So Sunday went better this Saturday, but, um, no, I agree. Like 
this is one of the things we, you know, people like, get way too caught up in like public money or who's on the side. Wild card weekend and divisional weekend and conference championship weekends are games where the public can have such like a legitimate influence on the line depending how much handle is coming in. So I think you definitely saw that uh, on the later part of uh, the Packers game with it, it was heavily, heavily, you know, 80% of the bets, yada, yada, a lot of public money. Even though some sharp players, you know, played the Rams at seven, there was enough weight for in a lot of places to get that back to seven. Um, one phenomenal, like, like early line battle I saw, like there's a couple of places that post lines um for the championship weekend before uh, they go up. And so when Mahomes went down, that line started shooting all the way to Buffalo. Then you had shops posting the line without really having an idea. Like they got to open it up, right? The handle is going to go. They'll let the market where go. These, you can't for a, you know, a conference championship weekend game say, we're going to wait till Wednesday. I, you know, like Circa, I know, opened up uh, you know, Chiefs plus two and a half. Some other places, uh, you know, like I believe uh, Canby, uh, which is, you know, a lot of the DraftKings shops and that were, were one and a half. Um, and then you've seen as, you know, info leaked out there from that Mahomes was on Twitter, Reed said he might be okay. You know, you saw that total start from 50 and go all the way up into 54 and a half and see the line, you know, Bills as a small favorite when people thought maybe Henny and now Chiefs all the way back. I... I would think he would play, um, you know, but even though in 2020 and 2021, usually a concussion means you're missing the next week. Um, but in certain scenarios, I guess we'll see. They, they said he seemed to be okay after the game. So, um, but anyway, that, that, I mean, that's one, if you're on top of the news, like if it's Chad Henney, it's going to be like a, an eight point to 10 point move right like from now where it's at so that that's one if you get anything that that it comes out this way wherever you can go um i mean now it's chiefs minus three right now it, it would at least be bills minus three and a half minus four at the least if it's Chad any so are you guys and joey you've been doing this longer than i have are you surprised they even have a line up for that game like it, it seems like it's up in the air whether or not mahomes will play I'm surprised even up on the board. For a normal, a normal, and you're totally agree with that. A normal NFL week, it would not be up yet. For a college football week, if they had a you know a starting quarterback, that it would not be up this week. You wouldn't see stuff until uh you know, you know, maybe a couple of small shots would have like you know little limits, but you wouldn't see a full market open until you know Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, once the in practice reports came out. Uh just for this scenario and this week where books that I think the if I'm a bookmaker, right? I can't, and you, and now you've seen, especially when the once the major, you can't be that shop that's not taking bets on the conference championship game. So as soon as everybody opens, um, you know, it's kind of like like you you can't wait and see that you know that what's going to happen. Um, so the big shops felt comfortable enough to open it up. You saw some early market money moving it around. Um, and so, yeah, normal week, you wouldn't see this for a few days. Uh, but for conference championship, I think, one, once the, the major shops opened, you had to open. And two, probably the handle kind of outweighs the risk in these scenarios where if you're a bookmaker, you should be relatively on top of that anyway. And then the money you're going to be getting in um, from the massive handle kind of outweighs the, the downside of maybe getting caught, you know, if, if someone gets the info beforehand. 
Yeah, that's interesting. Part of it could be some of the books agreeing with the market, taking a stand like, look, this this guy's going to be out there. Here, here's how people are going to bet it earlier in the week. Because we know 90 whatever percent of the money is coming in Saturday and Sunday instead sure. of right here on Monday morning. So it's interesting yep. how the books have it, but you can't be, okay, we're holding out, even though everybody else is out. No there. doubt. Just follow the market there. Okay, uh, as far as the games this weekend, is there anything that you saw that is sticking with you that, that you're really going to take to championship Sunday? Oh, you know, I, I, I would have said if the Saints – we're covering, you know, if they say if they win yesterday and they're going up against the Packers, um, you know, I think it would have opened up a little shorter. And I think, you know, Packers, Moneyline, our Packers would have been, you know, just seeing what Drew Brees had left. Um, it, it was not something that, that, that you know, I, that was one where I was kind of, you know, come on, Saints, pull this out um, so I can be on the Packers next weekend. Uh Obviously, you know, a couple of turnovers later, the the Bucks are in there. Um, from from a defensive perspective, I was impressed that the Chiefs' defense uh, was not only able to hold up, you know, in, in the second half, but even after Henny went out, um, you know, made a few. If this was a normal, you know, like I knew for sure Mahomes is in. Um, I think Chiefs minus two and a half, minus three would be a play for me, no doubt. I think that number is short to begin with. I you know, saw the look aheads were more four, four and a half. And if I get a hundred, let's hype that. If I, if I knew Mahomes 100% and I get this Chiefs team for this Bills team this week, uh, minus three is too short. Um, and so, and again, Casey Moneyline there, minus 160 is too short. Uh, so I think you'll see if you get some positive news on Mahomes, like if Mahomes, practices you know Wednesday if he goes you know walk even if it's just or he gets a clear whatever you get whenever there's some Mahomes where it feels like there's a more likely than not chance he will play I think the line already reflects a lot of that but I think you'll still keep this this tick up at least another half point um or or to four where it it would be I think four and a half might be you know the buyback range but if it looks like Mahomes is going to be a go KC minus three is a little short uh and that would be a play for me so do you feel like, Joey, like if, if you like Buffalo, wait, because it's going to go up to three and a half or four? If you see Mahomes, yeah, if you see Mahomes. Question back at you. Did you have, did you have an official concussion in your career? No, I never did. Uh, however, talking with people since then, I know of three that I'm pretty sure I had and one for sure. It was just different back then, Joey. Like, twice I remember hitting a linebacker and for, like, 15, 20 seconds just being like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Like, what the hell was that? And I talked to, like, a concussion expert, and they're like, Ross, you played football for 18 years. You had thousands of collisions. Wow. If you had a hit where, like, for 20 to 30 seconds, you were like, holy crap. You had a concussion. I got And then you. one time against the Patriots, Bledsoe threw a pick. And like a total asshole, <laughs> I tried to run over there and make the tackle. And Roosevelt Colvin blindsided me. And the first thing that hit the ground was the back of my head. And that was one where I came over to the bench. And by the way, I was only in the game at center because our, our center had fractured his kneecap. So I'm in the game. I come over, and the uh, the inactive O lineman was like, 
talk you okay i'm like yeah yeah i'm all right he's like no dude like i saw that like are you okay i was in a daze thankfully the patriots went on like a long drive i was in a daze <laughs> for like four minutes and it was like when we were back on feet, it was like all right go back out about you know like i had to like snap out of it that one for sure i had a concussion and so the reason that is kind of we've done some stuff with where I've tried to have a few, you know, my guys on the team, the data guys look back and see, like, what is the performance a week, even if you're cleared, like a week after a concussion? Um, like, does that linger on, like, even if you're cleared, right, and the doctor says you're okay, like, are there some, especially as a quarterback who's got, you know, so much mental, like, things going on in you know, it's not just, you know, line up and rush the passer thing. He's got so much mental processing going on, and the speed of processing is such a – such a like, even if Mahomes gets cleared right, would you expect him to be 100%, 100% um, you know, compared to what, what he normally is? So that's – So I don't know – I don't know, obviously, the answer to that. Yeah, it's hard um, to – I, I didn't notice anything the next week. What I would tell you, though, is – He's not going to really practice very much. Right, right. And and not only that, his toe's messed up. Right. So yep. you're talking about a guy whose toe is messed up. Mobility's a big thing. He's not going to practice. I mean, the guy's superhuman, but that's a lot. That's a lot, man. When you say the team, by the way, Joey, can you – I know I asked this before, but for the listeners that might not remember, can you give us, like, the breakdown of your your team? So we got, you know, like, like I, I'm an accounts guy. So we, you know, bet a lot of different stuff in accounts. You'll have the the originators that feed stuff into accounts. So, so for like this, there's some, you know, like when there's some younger guys that, that are trying to break into the business, it, it would be, um, you know, like a, a, a favor. Like if they're trying to, you know, originate some stuff, we'll help, we help them place bets. And the other thing would be like, hey, man, would you like be able to look up, um, you know, see if you, you can use any of this data or there's any of that um as something that's kind of like what would be like a side project uh, of seeing if there's a way um, to, you know, you know, you've always like people are always a step ahead in the business, right. Or looking for that next thing, or it's the, you know, when it, I remember a few years ago, you know, YPP was the the big stat of yards per play. And then this year, um, you know, it's expected plays added is kind of the fancy. So in that realm of like um, where well, a lot of our, you know, edge of being able to be on top of injury info and then hit it at a bunch of different books. This would be kind of a scenario around um, like if you're able to, to find, you know, uh, uh, in a way to quantify a typical quarterback's performance a week after or the game after concussion and see, you know, put a number on that. You can feel like you're, you're having a little bit of, you know, edge that the market might not if they're assuming a hundred percent. So that, that's just why I asked hypothetically to see if they're, you know, you've seen yeah. it. We, we try to kind of look into um, does that really have any, it's a hard thing because everybody's different too, but just to see if there's a pattern of uh, like regression behavior once a quarterback comes back from a concussion. Interesting. All right. NFC championship, Green Bay, Tampa Bay. Are we going to close at three and a half? I think so. you know what um, I actually when the, when the market was going crazy on open uh, a few places flickered a juiced four and a half um, and I, I you know it's funny I was I was like during the game I'm like oh the there's no way the Packers like are going to lose to this next week and then you know this was one that that I had uh, you know three three and a half and then you know when I start seeing a four in some places cross around four on open. Um, 
was like, oh my god, I'm gonna take a piece of the the. I just watched this this old man, you know, QB battle, and now I'm gonna take a piece of the Bucks here. I, I think we'll close that at, at the, you know right around this number. Um, the total for me is a touch short. I I could see the to- now. Granted, the weather in Green Bay that's something you gotta keep an eye on because even though the total is a bit short for me at 51, um, I know early forecasts were again we're a week out, but. It was supposed to be much colder uh, instead of the balmy Lambo we had last weekend. It was going to be colder. And then if you add a little bit of precipitation in that or some wind, then you're, 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 you don't want to be underwater there on the total if, if you buy early. Um, if it looks like there's going to be some bad weather, then you'll see that tick down. So that's when I'm going to be monitoring more so than – I think the side is about right. The total, though um, – I'm going to keep an eye, and especially because once you you get closer in the week, um, groups will move on this early, depending on what it's going to look like. So I think the total is a little short right now. Uh, If it looks, you know. What number would you back off? You you like the over at 51 right now with all the information you have. When would you back off? Uh, I would, you know, for me, I've got this up around 53. So I'm okay betting an over 51. You know, even it's got to be 51, a 51 minus 115. I'm okay with that, uh, but but again, we're in you know championship weekend here where the, the, everything is tight, tight, tight. So you don't want to chase you know 51, pretty relatively key number um, in NFL totals. You don't want to chase at 51 and a half. It's going to be sitting at 51. So I as soon as you know I'm comfortable on a look ahead weather report that it's not going to be um, you know and again amount of wind, amount of precipitation, all that stuff factors in. Um, so if if I can get 30 degrees, no precipitation, and winds under 10, I would bet an over. Uh, if you're looking at, you know, 15-mile-an-hour winds or higher, then you're going to see some traction back to the under or some sleet or snow or any of that. So um, this is one that is, you know, it's right on the edge for me, and I will be monitoring the weather closely as the weekend forecast goes away through. Last one for me, Joey. Do you have a, do you have a side you like there? This is going to sound like I, I, I was a gun to my head. I think the I would take the the field goal and the hook. I think the Packers win the game. Um, I, I just think the lines, you know, basically a half point high. I'd have this three because I'm still not putting in, you know, much of the you know home field. Even though you you could argue some some places over the weekend, um, whether it be Bills or KC, you know, had, had some no had had some advantage built back in. Um, Hey Joey, uh, Joey, let me just say, I was in Buffalo. Yeah, that was the loudest sixty-seven hundred people <laughs> in the history of the world, and it caught it caused a couple of Ravens false starts. For sure, for sure, because they're not used to it. They haven't they haven't played in it all year. No doubt, no doubt. That was absolutely factor in the game that that was not. Um, you know, I think a lot of people didn't factor, including myself, factor in beforehand. Um. So, so Wills, I would again, I, I would be at a three and a half. I think if you can shop, there's some still some fours out there. Four would definitely be a Bucks uh, play for me. I don't. I, I, it's hard for me to envision though, like like a Bucks outright win. They had a number of things go right for them to get the outright win this weekend. Um, if I will say again, we you know we talked the tease last week. If you if there's if this gets to fours on each side and you're getting a, a plus 10 tees each way on the dogs um that would be that would be attractive to me even if i had to go six and a half 120 if you can get it up to a 10 and 10 um those would both be uh attractive teaser positions for me depending on kind of where these you know get down later in the week once you, you have access to that 
Kanish pro better at Joey Kanish 22 on Twitter. Kanish, um, hang in there, Dan Campbell, and uh, just thinking about Chase Daniel as your QB one. I, I'm, I'm excited, and I, I guess I am aware Ross Tucker guaranteed Campbell to be a success on this. Uh, so I will, I will take that up to. to, to I will say if, this: if I think, I think you'll love him as a guy, and I hope it works out from a wins and losses standpoint. Uh, it's that's we've been we've been hoping for a long time. It's worked out here in the here in Lions country, Russ. So we'll see. But uh, hey, always good to be on with you, fellas. Appreciate you having me. Thanks, man. Uh, yep. Good stuff there. As always, he brings it, Joey Kanish, here on BetSweat's BetQL Audio Network. Uh, Ross, do you think Eli will be pumping up Lions to win the NFC North and Stafford to win the MVP with uh, <laughs> with Dan Campbell as a head coach? Nope. I think Eli is going to be totally out. By the way, I know we bust his chops. I, yeah. I kind of liked him. I, I liked a lot of those Lions bets. I was as wrong as that, you know. A lot of people like the Lions this year. A lot of people. Most people were doing anything but the Packers. And here we go with Green Bay. And, and look, we're, we're talking about whether or not they're, they're going to win the Lombardi Trophy.